This is Tyler Boone of the Homegrown Boone's Bourbon. Pour a dram and settle in. This is the Cast Chasers Podcast. What's up, Katie? Um, you know, not too much. I was just trying to think of more creative ways to say your name as we intro each other on the podcast. Because this is what, like our 70th? Can I tell you something mm-hmm. about me? I'd love to hear it. And this is something, and two things are going to happen here because I know our guest has a connection to this. Oh boy. And you know I bring this up every opportunity <laughs> I can. But uh, I am from <laughs> Texas. So growing up, my name was Bobby Lee. No, it wasn't. Yes. Plucked so, right out of a yeah. song, huh? Bobby Lee uh-huh. joined the military. It was Bird, right? Because everybody goes by their last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got out and it was Bobby. But mo- the b- majority of my life before, it was Bobby Lee. That was, And I thought as a kid that was my name. Is it Bobby Lee or is it Bobby Lee? Bobby Lee. Yeah. And depending on if I was in trouble or not. Okay. Bobby Lee. <laughs> or Bobby Lee, depending Bobby. on who is. You know, that, that makes yeah. a lot of sense for your personality. I get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Excellent. So Bobby's the shortened version of my name, and then I'll get older and become a Bob, mm-hmm. and then I'll die. So well, thanks for bringing it up. Anyway, uh, well, I'm really glad we can learn about each other in this uplifting setting. Well, <laughs> our next guest can write a song about my sad life <laughs> and uh, my name. He'll call it Bobby Lee. It'll should, be a ballad. Should I bring him on so that way you guys can commiserate about Texas? And I'm not maybe saying. He's got a fun name. Yeah, yeah, we'll see him. <laughs> If he's here, if he's still with us, yeah, let's do it. He's like, I regret this, everything <laughs> this, gone. Ah, oh, it's another pitch. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, without further ado, joining us today, we have singer, songwriter, and whiskey entrepreneur, Tyler Boone of the Homegrown Boone's Bourbon. What's up, Tyler? Hey, what up? What up, Bobby Lee? What's up? See there? <laughs> See, I told you. I told there you. He just knew, too. He didn't need to hear that whole. He just, he just assumed. Sensed it. A man with the name Bobby is Lee. Bobby Lee, that only. Here's a question, Tyler. If you had to guess what part of Texas Bobby Lee is from, what would you guess? Uh, you're definitely not where I'm from. Well, I mean, I was born there, but I'm not really from there. I'll, uh, let's say uh, Dallas. Born and raised, yeah. Dallas, Texas. Really? Damn. They, yeah, damn, look at that. I was, just, yeah. I was just in Dallas in Houston last week. Yeah, yeah. I miss it. Where, where are you from? Where were you born? Uh, El Paso. Okay. All right. The other uh, other El side. Paso? Better food. Yeah. <laughs> but way better food in El Paso. When I when I was born, I was born in 1990. Uh, there was like a stop sign in Kmart there. So yeah. It's they've, blown up now. <laughs> they've come a long way. All of Texas. Yeah. All of Texas before 1990 was a stop sign in a Kmart. So. <laughs> yeah. Just just it's the, true. Just a little history there. Yeah. And anyway. I think I think the last time I was in Texas was probably like 2010, 2011. Just like transitioning. Yeah. yeah. I was actually in El Paso at that point. I was making around oh, through wow. New Mexico, like hit all the four corners and then rounded off in El Paso. So work trip. I was out there for two weeks and we drove the entire yeah. time. There's a great Man. salsa yeah. made there. Not in New York City. So anyway. 
All right, we'll stop there. Okay, <laughs> moving on right along. <laughs> I didn't know how far we were going to go with this. Um, <laughs> hey, so I found you on uh, the social webs. And interesting fact, I found your music before I found your whiskey. I already found your whiskey. I just didn't connect the two. And that's just travel. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, just traveling through, you know, um, Spotify and different music venues and everything like that online. And then somebody I knew was had posted one of your your um, your songs, and I was like, oh, that's a cool song. I'm kind of into that style and everything. Um, I play the guitar if you're looking. Anyway, um, <laughs> and in conversation, the per- this person she was like, well, yeah, he also makes. He also has a whiskey. And I said, everybody, oh my God, who, I feel like everybody I run into now. I said, my whole world is surrounded by whiskey because that makes sense. And then I saw that for yourself. Then I found it was Boone's bourbon. I was like, and my brain went, Bobby, they're the same, they're the same name. And I, it clicked then, but, uh, yeah, so happy act. So then I read, then I friended you, I think on Facebook and you hit me up and, um, that's where old people go to meet. So I'm glad we were able to, yeah. yeah, still connect there in that wasteland. But anyway, that's my piece. Well, that's cool, man. Well, you know, it's a, it's really neat because I mean, it's, it's, it's going to 2015. I, I, I tried to start it, but it'll be four years. It's been out uh, this May. And, uh, you know, just because now we're, I mean, I guess, you know, definitely during COVID we were so glued to our phones, but, mm. um, but what I'm just saying is I've discovered, and I think everyone knows now that like, there's so many like bourbon fans online. It's crazy. It's a whole culture, dude. You know, oh, everybody yeah. wants a podcast. Everybody wants to to give their opinion, which that's a whole discussion. Yeah, you know? true. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have you know we have very but, few opinions. But I'm saying it's so cool. Yeah, no, but I'm saying it's so cool to connect with people. No, I know what you mean. There's a. It's we did this for fun. We started off as fun, just hanging out, and we were invited on a podcast, and then that podcast oh, wow. producer said hey you know you guys should do this so we did thinking oh, i'll be fun and then we it just blew up because like you said yeah. people just want to dig into this culture and everyone's got yeah. an opinion so i think that's yep. what sets us mm-hmm. apart is we'll share we what, have the best opinion we have the best opinion but we also <laughs> i don't we don't try to waterboard people with our beliefs you know yeah. what i mean we want you to totally say what you like and i'll tell you when you're wrong Naturally. um no but um but uh, I think we do a good job. But anyway, people seem to like us. I I wanted to jump into how one goes from music, and you're you're very successful and and, and talented, to bourbon. Like where does that? Because I, I I'm intrigued by those those jumps. Because yeah. those are those. I guess music and whiskey, music and bourbon do go hand in hand. I mean, if you've ever been to, yeah. Um, yeah, um, Memphis or Concert, you right? Know. Yeah, yeah, it's you know any alcoholic you've ever met. Yeah, their music seems to really work with <laughs> yeah. bourbon, but uh, but making it that's a whole different step for sure. Yeah, my, I mean, dude, I always I have this new look now where I was tired, so <laughs> <laughs> it's all a new thing. Um, but uh, yeah, well, dude, thanks for asking. Thanks for you know all the nice words. Um, I uh, so I mean I'll make this not super long, but. Uh, it was really kind of random how I got into it. And then when I got into it, I was like, holy shit, now I'm in it. Can I cuss? Yeah. My yes. Oh, yeah. We're very blue. <laughs> Easily PG-13 yeah. plus. Okay, cool. Say whatever you want. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Didn't mean to cuss. Um, anyway. Uh, so, he takes uh, it too far. <laughs> he becomes a pirate. <laughs> this becomes a five-minute episode. <laughs> he took his shirt off. I don't even yeah. know what that was about. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, hey. Um, so... Uh, 
Yeah, I, uh, well, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. I live in LA. Um, but, uh, we're actually, my whole family's from California, but my, my mom and dad live in Charleston. That's where I grew up. And, uh, when I graduated college, Charleston well, I was already playing music full time. And so uh, I was just like, I mean, those were the days too, cause I had like no responsibility then I just was hmm. playing gigs, you know? And so, uh, but I was, uh, the Southeast is way different than California too. And like we'd play up in DC and Baltimore all the time too, cause it's, it's beautiful. You can just drive up and drive right back down and you drive an hour and a half. And then there's the next venue, you know, out in California, you have to go to Arizona and then, you, you know, it's just, it's just different over here. So it was really awesome way to really kind of cut your teeth as like, uh, as a, trying to be an artist and then trying to be, you know, the best player you can be, you know? And so I'll go to Nashville a lot. Right. And so then when I graduated college, I was like Van Wilder. I should have graduated 2012, but it was 2014 <laughs> when I graduated, I transferred a whole bunch and changed my major like five times. But, um, I, when I graduated, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to Nashville. And I, before I moved, I met this manager and he, I'm not going to say who he manages, but he manages one of the biggest country artists in the world that does like this, his artists have been around for decades. Um, and, uh, the reason I'm saying it's because the manager didn't work out. I just don't want to talk bad about him, but, uh, but I, he approached me. He's like, Hey dude, like, I think we should work together. I met him in Charleston actually. And, uh, we just stayed connected. And so we kept meeting. And when I'm fine with the Nashville, what the deal was, and there's a great, there's a great documentary that kind of explains what I'm going to talk about. Um, if you watch Sonic Highways, the Foo Fighters documentary, yes. it's like 2016. Yeah. Great, right? So, so when they go to Nashville, they have Dan Arbach, Black Keys, and Carrie Underwood, and they're talking about the music role. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. Where they, where, where they get Bobby Lee, and then you get a publishing deal. Right, this is this is you, dude. <laughs> and I'm in. Publishing deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sign. Where? Put up, put up. Well, this has been a nice ride. I'll See ya. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, next thing you know, all over Spotify. Uh, well, Bobby Lee gets a pub deal. You don't even write the record. They get the top writers. You might get a lyric in there, you know. And then they, you get a record deal. And then the biggest reason to get a record deal is because they have bank accounts to go to radio, right? So, like, I just had a single drop on Friday. I'm going to go to radio, but I fund it. So, it only goes so far, right? Well, when you have a, a record deal, they have, like, a quarter million dollars to break a single. And especially in the country world, I don't even play country music. I do, like, Americana, blues, rock. Um the, the, the country guys love to be like, I got three number ones with the girls, you know, and they love to they brag about it, yeah. right? And so that was the deal, the Music Road deal, where 2015, it was all Florida Georgia Line, hot, I call it bro country, right? Yeah. Like right, yep. drinking, drinking beer, mm -hmm. you know, I'm roll down the window, down to Kayla, I want to see amazed. You, like that stuff. I'm amazed that that's the first time I've heard that phrase because it fits so perfectly. I love that. Yeah. Bro yeah. country. Yeah. It's, I stopped listening to country well, around then. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's like pop music, yeah. you know. It's four words and just "What's up, girl?" and and so that was the deal. And so uh, I was like, you know, they they just signed like Jake Owen, they just signed Old Dominion, like all these huge bands that are huge now or artists really. And so I was like, man, this is huge. And all my friends like, oh my god, dude, you know. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And so because I can't even sing like that, I don't even write music like that, I don't even look like that. So. Eventually, I turned it down. And the funny thing is, the band that got signed, I was working at 12th and Porter, a famous music venue that's now actually gone. didn't make it during the pandemic. But I was like a bar back there and like a server or whatever. I was like broke as shit. And so uh, it was funny. I turned down the deal and that whole manager team came in and they rented out the venue and I had to serve them. That sucked. Oh. And I was like, hey, guys, what's up? And they're like, hey, Tyler, hope you're doing good. Gave me like a huge tip. And I was like, shit. But the band that, that was showcased, 
showcasing and the venue side got picked up by Universal. And that's the thing, too. I was like, this could be the kiss of death because if it doesn't work out and your name gets stamped that you just got picked up and you don't work out, no one's going to touch you again. And so they got signed and six months later they got dropped. And so I was like, well, Oof. dodge that bullet. Mm-hmm. And also, and also number two, 2016, 17, Chris Stapleton, Jason Isbell, Sturgill Simpson, that all came out and kind of flipped Nashville where everyone's like, hey, maybe we should make this more, you know, the, like the music production side, not so polished and like, you know, glassy. Let's make it more about like, you know, Willie Nelson type vibes, mm. like outlaw country. Yeah. Where it, got, where it got a little bit more real, you know, a little more soulful. And so uh, anyway, that's the story of what kind of led to the bourbon because I was working at a liquor store, which now sells the Boons in Nashville. Um, very nice liquor store. And so I was 25. And so they're like, hey, you got to learn what's on the floor. And so I was like, what the hell is Angel's Envy? What's Eagle Rare? What's Buffalo Trace? And, and then Louisville, Kentucky is like two hours away, you know? Mm. And so I was like, man, this is a whole culture. And, and so I really started learning about it. And then uh, because of that deal, that's why I was mentioning that. I, not because of my music, but because uh, of the buzz of that deal. I was meeting with all these agents and other people. Uh, actually, my friend's dad gave me the idea. He's like, hey, you should start a spirit with your name on it. I don't know what. I don't know how to do it but I'll invest in it. And so I was like, okay, well, Boone, you know, that's my last name. Let's do bourbon. Um, I got my TTB, my federal license. I got my cola. My friend Shannon made the, the, the design for it. And then long story short, the guy didn't have the money. And so I was going to move back. I kind of felt a little defeated. I was like, well, you know, do I go back to Nashville? Do I stay in Charleston? So as I'm recovering, I'm just like searching online. And the last thing you need is a state license. That's like the hardest thing because you have to get it in every state and some states are control states and then you, then you have to get a distributor it's a three-tier system it's crazy so you could get approved but if no one wants to pick you up you know and if your distributor sucks yep well and then what if you're getting no support you know and then and then you have to get out of it and there's a con- dude it's that that's a whole other discussion so and that's what we deal with now and we're dealing with a lot of it but um but we have some states are really awesome for us but anyway uh i hit them up they're called stripe pig distillery and stripe pig the story of Stripe Pig is like back in the day during Prohibition, they would go around, like, hey, you want to come see a Stripe Pig for a nickel? And then you go around and give you a cocktail, like behind a tent. So that was, was like, a that was like their, their like key phrase or their code their phrase. Stick. Yeah. You want to drink some whiskey? Yep. I, I feel so, sorry for the I, person that's like, where the fuck's this pig at? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I paid you my last nickel. I don't drink. I was looking... <laughs> I'm a pig guy. I, I am. I am so sober. This is a trigger for me. There's a cocktail here. Just looking for a pig. Okay. I guess. I guess no money back either. Oh, no refund. Why How are convenient. You looking for an actual pig. Hmm. And the cops Actually, bust the place. I was here for a pig. Yeah. For. I got children. I got children. What's even drink? Uh, that's funny, dude. Um, no. So cool name, um, by the way. But uh, yeah. So yeah. go on. I'm sorry. Well, I, I interrupt you with I, nonsense. No. No. No, but here's, here's the end of it. They were like, Hey dude, we'll give you our state license. And I was like, what? Like, that's all I need. And so, uh, uh, and they were like, Hey man, we, we need more business too. We're not doing, we're really good at making products, but we're not really marketing very well. And so, uh, so yeah, so I went down there and I was like, this is what I want. I was drinking a lot. I mean, I still drink, but I was like touring like crazy. And so I was like, I want a high proof cash strength bourbon, you know, (laughs) I don't want an 80 proof. I want something. And so we, 58.5, kind of a different number, 117. Uh, 75 corn, 21 rye, 4 barley. I wanted the rye because I, I was really obsessed with bullet rye at the time. I, I My buddy uh, Shane runs Garrison Brothers, and mm-hmm. I freaking love that product. But they're like a weeded, and I, I really – I'm just making the, the distinction. Like they're a weeded bourbon where mm-hmm. rye, I just right. like rye better. Um, 
And then uh, Johnny Piper was like, hey, we should have barley in it at the end. Let's kind of make it because uh, we're just going to be 75 corn, 25 rye. He's like, well, let's do t- four barley instead. And so we did that. And then uh, my dad was semi-retired. He was just kind of sitting there on the couch, you know, dude, living his life. But I was like, dude, like, you know, they say retired can be the worst thing for somebody, you know. I'm like, man, get up. Like, let's do something. You're not old yet, you know. And so he was just golfing and stuff. I was like, you should do this with me. Let's do father-son thing. And so then he matched my money. And then uh, after that, we launched it. Only what we could do. It was only a simple run of like 223 cases uh, locally in Charleston. And then from touring and four years later, now we're in like 28 states. That's awesome. Now it's like, now it's a full-time thing. But what people don't realize a lot like, and I've, I've learned to get tougher skin online is, uh, it's like call of duty, man. You know, people are just like, you know? uh, I'm just, you know, what, what I'm trying to get at is like, people are like, you know, they, they expect so much more out of a, of a, out of a bourbon brand. But like, dude, like, you know, we've had no funding. This is mainly funded for my music career. And so, um, but now we're about to open up to investors like in a week and it's going to change the whole company. So, uh, it's gonna be really cool. But up until then it's just been me and my dad and, if I had a sold out show in a state where we weren't in, I would hit up a distributor and be like, Hey, like I got 300 people coming to this venue. You want to pick us up? And then we would get a distribution deal. Like it's been a long road. So, um, but yeah, it's how we started it, man. I respect that so much because I mean, just to, just to try and hack it in the entertainment industry as a musician, you always have to be hustling, you know? And so to double down on that and add the spirit side of to your hustle and just, you know, I, I, (laughs) I can only imagine, you know, the 28 hour days you were pulling, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and thank you. I appreciate it. You're, you're gonna, and I mean, you probably already see this. You talked about having thick skin. As far as everyone online is a is a um, is a spirits, you know, sommelier. They think, or or a or a, you know, they like to. What's the word I'm looking for? Give their two cents. On, yeah, yeah. On on what you know, they're they're gonna they're gonna rate everyone else and what they're doing. There's amazing whiskeys out there that people shit all over, um, and there are great, they're terrible whiskeys out there that people seem to love. I I know great people for in sure. the industry that don't even read the comments. They're like, man, yeah. I go in there, I pull from the barrel, I say this is good whiskey. I'm gonna put it in a bottle. People buy it. I can see the. I look at the ledger, so I know it's people are buying it. I don't give a shit what the people in the comments yeah, yeah. say. This is the first time we've had it. I, I'll, I'll tell you my opinions on it, if that's okay. Yeah, um, sure. I like it. I think it's young. I do. I think it. I think what I, what I do enjoy about it is a lot of times when you get a bourbon, bourbon loses a piece of that new make, you know, uh, distillate flavor. That's, that's a positive thing. And I think sometimes a good bourbon can balance both. It gets a lot from the barrel. Good barrel choices make a bourbon. Don't get me wrong. You know, bad barrels can make a bad bourbon or bad whiskey in general. But you want a good distillate. And you want to be able to taste whiskey that was taken care of. Um, I assume, you know, the great thing about barley, for example, barley adds not only flavor, but it more so adds enzymes that help the development of the distillate. Rye is a very difficult grain to work with. Um, any any distiller will tell you rye is a nightmare because it gunks up the machine. Its <laughs> flavor profiles are very aggressive. Trying to balance that and then to maintain that corn sweetness that you're looking for while playing with rye is tough. So you kind of got all of that. You know, it's a very sweet, very distillate friendly rye for whiskey i think you did exactly what you wanted to do i don't think it missed any of those notches and 
you know, you're not selling a whiskey where you're trying to say, I think they're, you know, this rounded this. You said rye forward. I drank this, said this is a rye bourbon, a ride up bourbon. And I appreciate it. So, sure. you know, bravo there, man. And it sounds like they do know what they're talking about, what they're doing. I'm looking forward to time with this because I know if you're good at the distillate, the, then the whiskey's just going to develop and get better and better and better and better. And I'm excited about it. Haida, how would you pronounce this? G-L-E-N-A-L-L-A-C-H-I-E. <laughs> I pronounce that delicious. Or Glenallachy. Okay. Right? Single malt scotch whiskey from Speyside. Okay. The distillery's been around since 1967, but only available as a single malt since 2018. Uh-huh. And the whiskeys are designed by Billy Walker. What? Yeah. Talk to me more. Yeah, I know, because you, you have no idea who Billy Walker is. No. But the Cast Chasers podcast fan base do. Okay. He was the gentleman behind Glendronach Distillery, Ben Riach, Glen Glassa. I should be excited right you now. You should be. If you're a whiskey fan, you should be super excited. Okay. Glen right? Allocky. Glen Allocky. Okay. Impex Beverages. Yes. Guess what we are. Uh, I don't know. Proud sponsors of the Cast Chasers podcast. Right. Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you more about the bottle. Okay. Um, Please. Because what, because it, it, it leads to the next thing. So uh, this is now MGP, right? And when we, and we're super uh, transparent about that because uh, a lot of brands aren't. Um, but we are now MGP. Uh, and the reason why we do that now, and now we're about to get, we're going we're gonna to keep this bottle the same. Right, because we can't change it now because it's won so many awards and it's gonna it's just still growing. This is always gonna be like our main product, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Well, just like kind of like the I guess like I guess you could say the flagship or something, right? And so uh, it's MGP, uh, and then we bring it, which used to be called Terracentia in, no in North Charleston, where the distiller is also at. And I'll just say Charleston. So down the street is Terracentia, and then they're connected to Stripe Pig. And we did this from the beginning. Is where we take a six month to a year. And then we fast age it. And I mean, have you heard of fast aging? Sure. There's a whole bunch of different processes. Yep. So ours is you put it in a big vat and it's like a, this huge thing that goes in it. And it's like super scientific uh, where they know how long to blast it with oxygen and it replicates the barrel going because it burnt staves in it. And so uh, this is the barrel right here, actually. It's a oh, good cool. barrel um, <laughs> I'm sitting on. Um, and, and it's the staves go in and out or the staves are in there and it replicates it like the hot summers and the cold winters in Kentucky, right? And so we take it from a six to a year that tastes like a seven, right? And so if we didn't do that, that thing would be really harsh, right? And so that's why when people go 117 and then they go, oh, I didn't drink like 117. It's because of that process, right? And also it kind of cleans it out. It gets all the, uh, the bad particles out of it. But now Terracinch is now in Kentucky and it's called Green River. Same mm -hmm. company. They just yep. changed their name and they moved, they moved locations. So that's what this is, right? But – this is taking me like over a year and like all, all my money uh, trying to figure it out. We had someone actually like steal money from us trying to do this, Holy like tons shit. and tons of money. Um, and yeah, whatever. Right. You know, <laughs> but you know, I told my dad, I was like, you know what, man, we got to keep our head down, keep working. Cause one, cause we're going to get past it. And that guy's going to be like, Oh shit, they did it. And so we're about to open up. I hope to God this week, or if not beginning of next week, uh, where we launched on this thing called Start Engine. They've been begging us forever to do it. And I was like, I don't want to do crowdfunding. I used to do crowdfunding all the time to make records. And, but Start Engine is like a really amazing program. And our social media is so big, people are just begging to invest. So we'll we'll be able to raise $1.5 probably pretty quick, our first round. 
we'll probably do it four more times, which is crazy for me to say. I mean, I used to be like the guy playing Ain't No Sunshine at brunch on right, Sundays right. for a hundred bucks, you know, <laughs> but, but we're doing that so we can make our barrel program, right. And start laying down barrels and start doing the age thing. And then we want to do like a full rye. And then we want to do a lower proof will be about probably like a hundred, you know, like, you know, from the one seventeen. So it'll still be a higher proof, but a little less. And then come, they start brewing this week, uh, and it's going to be out of Charleston too. Then we're coming with a, a Boilermaker beer with a, a beer called Holy City. So the Charleston's called the Holy City because of church steeples. Mm-hmm. You can't build a – in the peninsula downtown, you can't build a building above it. So when you drive across the Ravenel Bridge, you just look at Charleston, you'll just see nothing but like a million churches. So the, the Holy City is just a big brewery, so we're doing a big beer project with them. So um, that's what's coming down the line. Once raise the capital, raising the capital so we can just scale the business. Yeah, you know? so, of course. That's the next thing. Do you guys like mezcals? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. That, you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get into it. Yeah. Trying to get into it. That's an art. Just curious. Yeah, that's an art. Just curious. We've kicked around the idea of doing like a like a whiskey tequila crossover episode just because yeah. of like the craftsmanship that goes into that as well. It's a very similar, it's not a similar product, but it's the same kind of effort yeah. goes into tequila. So I do respect it. It's just dangerous tequila. I don't know what you're talking about. I, uh... We've had many drag brunches here at the state that uh, are saturated in tequila. And the worst that happens is some late night karaoke after a show that starts at Look, I've been drinking. I've been drinking whiskey. I've been drinking whiskey for a long time. I've had tequila four times and I have four kids. So yeah. I have. Yeah. That's funny. That's so, funny. I don't. Like much, good sale guys. Like, where'd you go? much like you, I'm not good at math, but it seems like there's a correlation. Maybe. So no, but mezcal. Yeah, yeah. But, no, man, that that would be cool. I would like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm really interested to see more and what you're doing. And uh, you know, um, I like your Instagram. I follow you. Obviously, I hope everyone else does too. That's uh, listening. Get on follow. Mm-hmm. Our, because we're, so, I'm so demanding. Sometimes I think about you that. are. You I'm like are. you better follow. The, you ever think they're like, you know what? This time I'm not because I'm my own person. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. I hope they. Dear Bobby, I, I refuse to follow. <laughs> and I wanted to follow him, but I'm not gonna because the principle of the thing. Yeah. No, I hope they. Yeah, I hope everybody does. You got a cool. So you got a good. You got good stuff, man. You, you got a lot of passion too. behind it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the music's good. I dig it. I really do. Thank you dig very it. much. Yeah, man, that new uh, that new single you dropped is awesome. We were actually listening to it right before we oh. came on. I listened to it in the car yesterday. Um, cool label. I, I didn't think I didn't think anyone was. Yeah, dude, that, that the girl Shannon yeah. made this. She yeah. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. She made that too. That's yep. dope. Um, I I didn't think anyone was gonna like it at all because it's kind of a weird tune, you know. But uh, it's got Peter Keys, mm. B three player from Leonard Skinner on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, it, it landed on its number two under Black Keys on Modern Blues Rock, which is, that blew my freaking mind. So, uh, you know, I had someone randomly DM me. They're like, lyrics suck. And I was like, you know, because like, Jesus. Inst- Instagram's a toxic place. <laughs> You're like, you know, have a nice and, day. And, and Thank just, you. Someone just did it. I was just like, I was, gonna, I was about to be like, I was like, I'm just going to leave you on red. Fuck like that. Yeah, but I was just like, damn. But then, but, but, then, but then it landed the next day on Modern Blues Rock. I was like, it's a good song. So it's tough being an artist, dude, because yeah. it's like you make a bourbon and someone to like it, you make a song. So it's cool you guys like it. So thank yeah. You. yeah. I, I just think this is the way I imagine that. Okay, here it is. Hey, Todd, did you get those things stocked on the shelf? I'll get to it in a minute, boss. I got to send this DM to this guy real quick and tell him how his music sucks. <laughs> 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 That's what. 
Todd, you're going nowhere in life. You've been working. You've been. Yeah, but I may not have a band, but I sure do know what lyrics should sound like. Todd's just pissed because Fuck he had to you. take out the trash and it busted Fuck open all you, over Todd. his canvas shoes. You pizza. What a. That- I, that's funny. I get what you're getting at. Thank now, you. I appreciate that. Now, I've done it myself. So, I mean. Are you saying you are Todd? I, I'm saying sometimes you, you hear a song and you're like, you know who's got to hear this is bad? The guy that wrote it. <laughs> Dude, it, it's so true. Ignore though. that bullshit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man. And, and yeah, like, yeah. It, it, was, it, it, was just, it was funny. It was funny. Get up. <laughs> Go ahead. It's one of those things where, uh, you know, if you got a strong opinion about it, Maybe you should try doing it. I don't know. You know, just I'm I'm a believer in that. Uh, like, yeah. it's hard. Hire like, him. Like, Hire that guy. Yes. Say you're hired. Mm-hmm. Let's write music together. Be like, I'd love to hear your ideas on how to make this better. And then the floor the, is yours. Then the, like six, was, like a year later, when he gets his first DM about his lyrics sucking, I want you to go into his <laughs> office and be like, that hurt, didn't it? And this <laughs> really let. Then fire him. <laughs> it was actually, it was it was actually a girl. I was like, damn. Oh no, nah, she might have been. Well, she may have been right. I don't know. Maybe she was. No. I, I can say that she might not have been okay, right. Okay. Just trying to be, yeah. Dangerous territory. Yeah, you gotta be well, careful. I I I appreciate you dig it, and we're yeah, gonna man. come out with a, a full or a full length. I think in. Well, end of the year, but I think August, we're all going to fly to... It's funny, I mean, we're going to do it here in L.A., but we're actually going to fly to Nashville and do it. Right it's on. Be cool. cool, man. Yeah. Cool. Do you guys go to Nashville a lot? Do you go down to Kentucky a lot? We're going to Kentucky I mean? in September. We'll be there for the Bourbon Festival. Nice. So, dude, yeah. if you're there... Uh, we're about to do... Let me, let me show you something. I, hold on. I'm bringing these in there. <clears throat> he just left. What if he never comes you, back? You're gonna, you're gonna, <laughs> he just never comes back. You're going to laugh. I thought it went well. So uh, we're about we're about to have a meeting this week mm. uh, because I drink these all the time because I'm 32 now, so I'm getting older, right? And then this this thing's 117, so it'll get you good. So uh, we're going to do a partnership with them. I brought these all last year to the festival. People loved them, and so uh, I just shot a DM to them, and they gave, they sent me a whole bunch of free ones. And now they want to do a partnership with Boone, so we may have to, we, might, we might do this whole campaign. But it's called Zbiotics. You ever seen these? Mm, no, that seems familiar. So it, Dude, they're amazing. So they so they break down the proteins of alcohol, and so people like you and me, we should probably take two of them when we drink. What, what? <laughs> but the next day, you the next day you're just tired. Stop. Somebody did just tell me about this. The, yeah, yeah, no, no lie. Somebody I was yeah. talking to at work Z-biotics. about podcast. Yeah, I'm mad. Dude, I'm they're, mad they're at the expensive. world. Yeah, worth it. Dude, this is. So, Oh, oh, so and it comes in a beautiful box. They're all glass. And so every time I go to my friend's house, we're like, we're out drinking last weekend, and I always like at the bar. I, I do it quietly. I don't want anyone to see me taking that. I don't because no one knows what it is. Take. And I'd have a. Always like ah. I'd have a straw and umbrella in it. That's how I'm. I don't want to feel that. I'm 40, man. I can't. No way. You'd be like, you see well, this, fellas? Well, this is the smart decision. I'll be seeing you guys there. I'll I'll be like yes. just like sneaking by like a like a drug deal yeah. right here and walk away. <laughs> Did, Let me chat back. Did Tyler Boone just sneak Bobby Lee a <laughs> some drugs? Like, no, it's for hangovers because I'm old. And I don't want to. It's the Texas it connection. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I brought a man. whole bag to the to the to the big bourbon yeah. bar and like that's all it was. It was like ting ting ting. I was like all the glass. Well, we fly in that. Like, we fly in that Thursday, so that Saturday I'll probably need you. So find me. Oh, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 
I'll be there for two weeks. We'll do, we're doing Loud in Life. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, then Burn Beyond. And I hope, I hope we see the listeners there, awesome. too. Yeah. Yeah. All your listeners. I hope to see you there as, are you as got, well. Are, are you doing like a live podcast? Uh, we, we don't know exactly. It's all a secret. We got, yeah. We got some plans in the works. It's a secret. We'll hopefully be announcing in the next yeah. couple of months. Some cool stuff. Some yeah. Fred Minix, possibly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some good stuff. Some good. I really he's, wish. He's. I really he's wish coming that we here. could see that expression. Oh, he's a lovely guy. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool dude. Hey, we're, we're he's coming here to the Rainbow Bar and Grill. You remember the Rainbow Bar? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Hollywood. It's like the uh, what's Lenny from Motorhead? Like yeah, bar. It's very rock and roll. It's all these yeah. on there. So they're they're about they're about to pick up the boons because I always go there. Uh, and then he's having a podcast there in May, so I'll, I'll probably be seeing them there. Oh, we nice. did a big. Uh, I did a record. I did a record with him. Were you, were you guys a part of that? The repeal day? No, oh, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. I was not. Yeah, yeah I don't think we were in there, right? Yeah, I did not partake. Do you, but do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, of like course. A virtual thing. Yep. It was. It was weird, but it worked. You're like so little. It's, it was like a meta thing. It, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Before the metaverse was like even out. Yeah. 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 Uh, what was it called? I forget the name of the company, but I know the guy that runs it. He's like a music booking agent. But anyway, uh, we did a record with Fred. It's called Live from Hollywood. Um, I just got single. And so I was like, instead of buying clothes, I was like, I'm going to do an album. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we went we went to we went to Third Encore, which is a sound stage. We're like, if you see like, you know, John Mayer live at Stephen Colbert or like 21 Pi- like when when they were not or Jimmy Kimmel when they weren't in the studio. They're at a soundstage, and it was usually third encore in Hollywood. And so uh, I think I think uh, Gwen Stefani was there the day before. It's Wild Spot, third encore. It's where we always rehearse. But the soundstage is always someone famous. We saw Doja Cat there once. Like, it's just that spot, right? Nice. And so we did a live album because he wanted everyone to Zoom. And I was like, it's going to sound like crap, you know? And so I was like, well, I got some cash. Let's just go do an album. And so we did this live album where it sounded incredible, and it was like real you know, cameras and stuff. And obviously we got it mixed and mastered, so it sounded really good. But um, we did that with Fred, and then we landed in Rolling Stones. So that was the first time I really got to connect with Fred. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah, we cool. so we did a, so we did we did an all album. His episode will be coming out this Tuesday. We did with him part one of it. So yeah, he's a great guy. I love him, love him to death. But nice. Nice. cool man. Well, I this is that's <laughs> when you have a cool, con- fun conversation. It yeah. just bam it like flows. that. Yeah, man, it flows cool. like like bourbon. <laughs> Well, brother, thank you so much for this again, for being a part of this with us and coming on the show and drinking your whiskey with us. Um, I wish we would have dug in a little more, but the conversation was fantastic. Everyone, and uh, before I hand it off to Katie, to do her director duties. <laughs> Sounds so official. Um, like cool. there's paperwork yeah. or some kind of like smoke and ceremony and incense involved. <laughs> I found it. You can find it. Go get it. Homegrown, Boone's Bourbon, and listen to the music while you drink it. You have to. I think... I think you have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah Feeds yeah. into it for sure. It's it's like you can't. It's like eating a cracker without cheese, or vice versa. You're just, a sociopath. What are you, you don't doing? Do it. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, this has been awesome, and we're definitely excited to see what you continue to do. Like, keep at it, man, because this is this is a really good stuff. So, yeah. So, if, thank you very much. Definitely. But that being said, if you want to take a few minutes and kind of, you know, keep in mind that this episode will probably come out in another like four or five weeks. So, you know, floor is yours to kind of plug anything you want to, including some of the music that we were talking about. Awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, um, thank you guys for having us. It was fun. This was like one of the one of like the top 
cool bourbon podcasts I've done. So this is this was awesome. You guys have like a like a legit thing. You know what I mean? And I'm not disparaging anybody else. I'm just saying like this is like scheduled and it's awesome. I mean, you guys even like maybe like do paperwork. And <laughs> <laughs> we just and we just throw that away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, this was great, man. I was really looking forward to it because I know a lot of people do listen to your podcast. So um, thank you. But uh, but yeah, I uh, new single just dropped, Wicked Girl, with Peter Keys and Leonard Skinner. Uh, it's going to radio coming up, but the next couple things I guess I have coming up, uh, June 4th, we just announced it last week. Uh, it's going to sell out for sure, which is insane for me. I never thought I'd even play the Troubadour. We're playing the Troubadour in West Hollywood, but I'm obsessed with comedy. Uh, cause I did a big thing with Jam in the Van last year and we did this big sold out show there too. And so I got Ryan Sickler from the Honeydew podcast. Nice. Um, he's our head comedian. And then after him, we're just going to close out the night with music. So we're calling it the Hollywood Jam. Uh, and it's obviously sponsored by the Boone's Bourbon, so the Boone's will be there. Um, and then uh, playing Bourbon Beyond, they haven't officially announced that yet. Probably when this comes out, it will be announced. Um, and then got a full-length record coming out. But uh, I guess the last thing to say is we are going to open to investors publicly. Anybody can invest. It's not going to be like you have to have this much money. Uh, it launches like in a week or two, and we're so excited. Cool. So, where can people awesome. Where can people go? The website, I assume, to, to, to see that. Yeah, tylerboonmusic.com or drinkboonsbourbon.com right yep. on and of course uh, cool. possibly if you guys want a taste of uh, a little bit of the music give them a taste we'll play that for you Just go to tylerboonmusic.com or drinkboonsbourbon.com. Hey, cast chasers. That's it for this week's episode. If this was your first time listening, welcome to the family. We're probably just as weird as that one relative, but hopefully with better stories. Anyway, make sure to check us out online at caskchasers.org slash podcast to catch up on our full library of episodes. And as always, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cask Chasers, so you can stay up to date on all things Cask Chasers, including new episodes, events, and deals on official Cask Chasers merch every whiskey enthusiast is sure to love. Big shout out to all of our sponsors and special guests for your continued support, and most of all to our listeners. You guys are the best. And until next time you tune in, remember, it's not about finding the perfect dram. It's all in the chase. <laughs>